and welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Yo, happy belated New Year. That's right, this is live. I'm Eddie George. And welcome to Radio by George, the first show of 2009. I know I'm two weeks late, but hey, I gotta work. <laughs> That's right. Last two weeks I've been out of the pocket. It's been the holidays, and I don't think you probably weren't at work either, so you probably weren't listening to my show. But in case you probably tried to tune in, I was out of pocket. I was out in Los Angeles all last week. Uh, doing the bowl games, in case you missed it. Um, I did the post-game, the pre-game, halftime and post-game for all four bowl games on Fox, the Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, um, National Championship, and uh, I think it was the Orange Bowl. That's right. So it was I was out there the entire week, and I tell you what, it was a lot of fun doing the show with Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer, and uh, I want to send a special... Uh, shout out to Barry Switzer and, and my new little girlfriend, uh, who happens to be a 70-year-old woman in Oklahoma. <laughs> so I forgot your name, but I talked to you on the phone uh, while I was out in Los Angeles, and I, I hope you're tuning in, tuning in today. Um, and also, I want to say that uh, I want to send a special shout out to my man, Lou Ruiz, out of San Diego, who got on me a little bit because I told him uh, that the San Diego Chargers were going to lose two weeks ago. And I was wrong. I was off by a week. They lost yesterday. So you can go home now, put it, put away your San Diego Charger helmet and, and paraphernalia for until next year. Your season is done, Luis, all right? So, so therefore, we're all good. We're on even ground. But, no, it was a lot of fun the last couple of weeks. You know, not really, but uh, it was good experience for me uh, with Fox. And I have to tell you, you know, I, I, I'm just really disappointed right now. You know, just going over a recap of the bowl games and and the playoffs. Oh, God, I'll get to that in a second. But my boys, man, Ohio State, once again, they did not come through with the victory. You know, they had it. They had it. They had it in their heads. They had it in their heads. They let it slip away. Oh, gosh. Why would they not just go with zone coverage in that situation? I don't understand. They needed a touchdown to win Texas. Needed a touchdown to win. They couldn't blitz Colt McCoy all night, couldn't get to him, but yet they decide on the last drive of the game with 38 seconds to go to blitz the man, and we get another loss. But, hey, you know what? At least, at the very least, they had a good performance. It wasn't over at halftime like the previous two BCS games. But (sighs) there's always next year. We have high hopes, though. We have Terrell Pryor who's going to be an outstanding young man for our school. Hopefully he can get us back to the national championship. So that was good doing that. So uh, all you Texas Longhorn fans out there, congratulations, um, especially the, the Florida Gators. Once again, they are proving that they are the powerhouse of college football. I tell you, I, I was just so impressed with their, their team, their team speed, but more importantly, uh, Tim Tebow, you know, what What an amazing kid. There is not a better human being that, that I know of uh, than Tim Tebow, you know, and, and just what he represents, you know, Heisman Trophy winner, 
two-time national champion. Um, and, and just how he just he puts it out there for his teammates. You know, he, 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 he went in after that loss against Mississippi, challenged himself, challenged his teammates, didn't guarantee victories, but he did guarantee that no one in the country would work as hard as that team or, or put forth the effort in that team. And I tell you, that I was really impressed with that team. So congratulations to Florida Gators and everybody else out there. If your school's won, congratulations. You guys well deserve it. And also I want to say thank you to all the ADs and um, uh, all of the people of, of the uh, – communications of all the schools that allowed me to talk to some of the coaches and I just want to thank you for tuning in today and I appreciate all your support and effort and helping me get all the homework I needed. Now on to college or pro football. Oh man, you talk about a heart a heavy heart. You know, Tennessee Titans, I gotta I gotta start there, man. We started off the season ten and oh looking good. I mean, they were the Talk of the NFL, everybody was on their bandwagon. And they finish up with Baltimore Ravens. In case you don't know, eight years ago, in 2000, uh, when I played for the Tennessee Titans, same scenario. Best record in the NFL, 13-3. and Number one seed. And we draw the Baltimore Ravens. Hated rival. I mean, we cannot stand Baltimore. They can't stand us. We can't stand them. Beat them up in every statistical category, yards, um, you know, passing yards, rushing yards, every category, first downs, you name it, we beat them in it, except except for the scoreboard, the same scenario. And I just feel for my boys, Keith Bullock and Kerry Collins and, I just I just know what they're going through right now. It just feels like somebody ripped the heart out out of their chest and have them just have them look at the heart, you know, just pumping. There's nothing you can do. I mean, it's a shame they they beat that team. They just beat themselves. Couldn't score. Couldn't uh, turn turn the ball over in the in the red zone. You just can't do that against that against that team. So hopefully, which will probably make them feel better, hopefully Pittsburgh can beat them, but that doesn't do anything because they hate Pittsburgh too. So, hey, you know, it's something that's going to linger for this team. I just feel bad for them. Oh, I just hurt for them. And it's just a surprising week overall, just with the whole uh, NFL. You know, this weekend we had three teams, home teams, lose um, at home, which was unbelievable, which doesn't help me because I picked all four home teams to win. That's that sucks. I'm just done with this NFL right now. I can't seem to win anything. Nothing is going my way. I can't get the picks right. My schools does My school won't. They can't win a bowl game. My old NFL team can't win a playoff game against the rival. Golly, man, 09 hasn't started off well for me on my picks. But hey, it's all right. All right, well, we're going to move right along. We have a great show lined up for you to, for you today. Now, feel free to call in at any point in time. You have the number on your screen. It's 866-472-5787 if you're not looking. And you can also IM me at radiobygeorge at yahoo.com. Now, next up, I'm going to bring on our someone who's been on here before, wonderful woman, uh, she's heavy into the entertainment business. She's going to bring me up to speed on all that's been going on. I've been so wrapped up into my world of football and school, and 
I haven't had had the time to to look at what else is going on in the team world. So I, I welcome to Radio by George Beverly Kill Beverly. You on Radio by George? Hello. Hey, what's up? Happy New Year. How you doing? Good, good. How's everything going? Uh-huh. Now, are you in L.A. right now? Okay. Okay, so t- bring me up to speed, please. I didn't realize the Golden Globes were on last night. Who won? Who didn't win? Who was a surprise pick? Who got shafted? Who- bring me up to date. Wow, yeah, he, I didn't see I didn't see that movie. Did it did it come out yet? Is it select select theaters? To get uh, award consideration, but it's really not released to the general public yet. For instance, Kate Winslet won two last night. She won for Revolutionary Road, which is not open yet, and for The Reader, which opened right around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I tell you, she's been at it for a long time now, and I'm so happy that she won an award last night. Yeah, oh, she's so good. Yeah, there, you know, there were uh, quite a few good movies that came out in the last month from Milk, The Reader, uh, Doubt, Frost, Nixon. Yeah. Uh, so that you know, it, it was it was a great time to go to the movies. Yeah, no, I, I, I love going to a couple. The last movie I did see was uh, Slumdog Millionaire, actually on Christmas with my wife. And I tell you, that movie was fantastic. What's interesting is one of the producers last night said they were about to go to India for the premiere of the movie, I think Mm -hmm. Friday maybe. And I thought, you know, if I was an Indian government official, I don't know that I would like this movie because it it portrays the country as having just hideous slums, uh, corrupt people in government, you know, uh, there was violence. I thought, you know, I'm not sure this is a Chamber of Commerce approved movie. Yeah, 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 but it, but it gave you a good insight, I guess, uh, from from our perspective of what's going on over there. Right, uh, right. What it's like to grow up there. Like to grow up there. Um, you know, great, gave us a great backstory of the of the gentleman and and how he knew all the answers. Yeah. And, you know, it's amazing that he didn't have the traditional setting of of sitting in school and and going to university, but just through his life experience. And based off of, I don't want to give the movie away, but based <laughs> off his his love for this woman, he was able to, uh, you know, find her through this. It was it was just a great love story. You just know the outcome in the end, but it was just great. Well, it's interesting. Uh, Colin Farrell won an award last night, and he said, sort of, regardless of the of the topic of the movie, it, it usually tends to be about love one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So and that certainly held true for this movie. Now, did uh, now Beyonce? She was up for an award as well, right, for Cadillac Records. Yes, yeah, but she didn't win. Um, she, I was also up for a song, but uh-huh. Bruce Springsteen won that, and he wrote that song for Mickey Rourke's movie. Really? Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got to check that movie out. I've got to check that movie. Any, any uh, big surprises or any letdowns as far as? Um, like somebody should have won but didn't win. That always happens every year. 
Um, you know, overall what I noticed is that it tended to be a little more low-key, especially on the red carpet, and I think that's well, because well, of Beverly, the economic... Well, Beverly, hold that okay. for a minute. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk some more about Golden Globes. You're going to catch us up to speed on what else is going on in the entertainment, okay? Okay. Talk to you guys about that more when we come back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know what it takes to reach massive success? Do you know that if you change your thinking, you can change your life? The Development Connection with host Amy Hines will give you the keys to reach ultimate success. Each show will feature topics to help you reach personal, career, and business ownership success. And you'll learn how to enlarge your vision to move ahead in life and within your organization. The Development Connection with Amy Hines is live every Monday on Voice America at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific. Listen today and move forward to Tomorrow. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. And I think I'm still on with Beverly. Beverly, still with me? I'm still here. Okay, and we were just talking about some people that may have gotten the shaft last night <laughs> or just got um, felt like they deserved it but didn't win. Who were in there? Any surprises in that regard? I think the biggest surprise was Gabriel Byrne, who won in the, uh, the TV category over some uh, more popular choices. Mm-hmm. That, I think that was one of the biggest upsets. Mm-hmm. It would, it would, was that for t- television or, or, or film? For TV. Okay. Wow. So that's that's what's, that's what's new in that world. What else can we expect coming up uh, for the 09 season? You know, I think it's going to be an interesting year because of the 
economy. Last night at the show, I felt uh, some of the flash that's usually celebrated was really downplayed. Um, I think some of the, the more frivolous things won't fly this year in terms of topics, uh, wardrobe, that kind of thing. So um, I think you'll see hopefully more songs of substance, movies of substance. Mm. Wow, that's interesting. So the, really the content of, of the films, um, given where we are in the economy, I guess they don't want to show people living it up in the high life, but just more... Uh, I guess where we are now, is that correct? Right, and it looks out of touch. Like somebody said they just watched Sex and the City movie and where Sarah Jessica Parker's character buys Jennifer Hudson's character a Louis Vuitton bag, which is probably, you know, between 750 and $2,000. And that wouldn't be written this year. Mm-hmm. You know, is when it, people are more or less jobs. like a slap in the face to the, to the public or just it's not realistic? I think I think it's a little of both. You don't want to flaunt it to people, and also it's not realistic. I mean, at this point, you know, Carrie would would maybe be afraid that her her newspaper was downsizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, what movies did you have, did you happen to see? Uh, Seven Pounds. No, I haven't seen that yet. Have you? What were what were some of the uh, like reviews that you heard from the movies? I had a chance. I got a chance to see it. I heard it's getting mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see. I'm a huge Will Smith fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, you, you don't know, sometimes the project that an actor signs on to do uh, ends up being very different than, from the finished product. Right. You know? But I, I hear it's getting mixed reviews. Yeah, I, I had a chance to see that. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big Will Smith fan. You know, he's yeah. from the city that I was I'm from Philadelphia. Uh, listen to his music growing up. Uh, I think he's done some amazing work. Uh, I like him as a, as an actor and entertainer, but I have to say that I was kind of disappointed when I watched this movie. You know, it was like I don't know. It was almost like he was, uh, I guess, trying uh, to win an Oscar. You know? Oh, okay. Just being in it. I get. I, I don't know. I, I guess I've seen so many of his movies that I really couldn't. I really didn't decipher from whether it was uh the character and and Hitch or uh Will Will Smith or the, the I am legend. I mean it was just and the storyline was just really, really weird. I just I just couldn't follow it, you know. I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but <laughs> I, you know, I, I just it was, I just couldn't really get in touch or um what's the word I'm looking for? Have a compassion for his character, <laughs> you know? Right. Because the way it ended, I was like, okay. <laughs> it was supposed to be one of the, the movies where you're supposed to have your tissue and hug your loved one and cry out the movie theater. But me and my wife walked out there like laughing, you know, like this is, <laughs> this is not very good. But anyway, yeah, it was just amazing. What, what other new projects can we expect out of um, out of Will Smith this year? You know, I'm not sure what he's going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um Usually he does one or two biggies a year, usually one biggie a year, that will come out either Christmas time or July 4th. So this is, to me, the first one that hasn't been huge for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine. And so I don't know if this will affect, you know, his presence, how Hollywood views him at all. It may not. And, it, and you know, it still may do huge numbers and do big internationally. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we talked about the economy and, and how it's affecting television and, even advertising, really, really, like within the next 
year, year and a half, what can we expect in terms of uh, not just movies but television and how they, they plan on just the business model um, moving forward and how they plan on uh, using ad advertising and, and new shows? That I know the actor strike is coming up, and they're really, uh, I don't know where that is. So where we are with that given our economic conditions? My thought would be that there will actually be fewer movies in production. Mm -hmm. I talked to a friend of mine over the weekend, and, and she said the new thing is that the film executives are lying to each other. They're saying they're going to the Sundance Film Festival coming up, but in actuality their travel budgets have been cut and they're not going anywhere. Um, you know, TV shows are expensive to produce. Yeah. On the other hand, I think TV viewership will increase is because people don't have money for other entertainment options. Mm -hmm. um, you know, does, does that mean like reality television is, is will be the thing to do? Because it seems like it's the cheapest. Right, I think that's right. Well, you know, you'll have Jay Leno on five nights a week on NBC at, at um, 9 o'clock Central or 10 o'clock. So, but what that does is that means now there'll be no sitcoms or dramas during that hour. Mm. So that so that's that's five hours of programming a night that are now... Claimed. So some, something will have to go in that lineup. So what happens to all those actors that, that are, will they just be out of jobs and they have to do things on Broadway or what, what happens then? Well, five, I would say five hours of programming will be removed. So if, is that law and order or it will law and order get bumped to eight and then so what will get canceled? I don't know. Um, it, it's an interesting time and no one, and, and I think no one has any answers. Yeah, it is interesting times. It really is. You know, even uh, in our industry with, with football and and how they're uh, cutting back over at Fox, um, you know, there's, there are going to be some significant changes within the next uh, two to three months. And um, it, it's, just, it's unfortunate, but a lot of uh, my friends um, will be jobless. And, uh, and just how they're doing it, you know, they want things or shows that have a long shelf life that aren't current. So a lot of the current "quote unquote" issue shows will be deceased, gone, and uh, that whole business model is changing up. And they're just—I think—they're trying to create new ways of uh, even having it uh, internet-based, um, where a lot of the shows they produce are cheap and they have a long shelf life. And there won't be any risk taken in 2009. No, no risk at all whatsoever. So we'll see about that. What's uh, what's going on? What's new in your world? Well, uh, just getting ready. To, we're going to leave Friday for the inauguration. Oh, yes, yes. So I'm excited about that. And uh, there's lots of events. On Sunday night, uh, Martin Luther King III is hosting an event to honor Ted Kennedy and John Lewis. Mm -hmm. And so I'll uh, get a few minutes with uh, Mr. King. And then Monday night is the green ball that Al Gore is throwing that I believe the president and vice president-elect will be stopping by. And then Tuesday is Inauguration Day, and, um, you know, I'm hearing they're, they're not really sure how many million to expect. Jesus. But it'll, so it'll be leaving, wild, you're yeah. You're leaving tomorrow for this. So that leave Friday. God, oh, excuse me, Friday. Yeah. Golly, this is, this, this is a huge event. I, I, my wife and I, we want to go, um, but it's, it just seems like it's going to, you know, take a great effort just to get into D.C. and find a room in D.C. Right. You know, <laughs> I know Motel 6. I mean, <laughs> trying to stay there is going to cost you $1,000 a night. 
Well, I booked my hotel the day before the election in November. Oh, so you already kind of had. An so I just, I just. Uh, well, at first I wasn't going to do it because I didn't want to jinx the election. And then I thought, well, how big is your ego that you think you could jinx an entire presidential election? Just make the room reservation, and if he doesn't win, you can cancel it. And that's what we did. Wow. So, so you're going to go to all these these great events, man. I, I really wish I can go. I just think it's going to be really crazy in D.C. You know, the, the, oh, it's going to be insane. Yeah, you can hardly move. I mean, I wonder how they're going to handle traffic. People that can't get into the ball, you know, it's just going to be insane. Just let me know. I mean, we have tickets to go, but I don't think I'm going to use them. Well, and there are, you know, there's all sorts of balls. There are official balls, and that means that the, the president and vice president will stop by there. And then there are unofficial balls. And like, for in, instance, there's an unofficial uh, Tennessee ball that we'll go to, and that's just where people from Tennessee can go. There's a Latin ball that I understand Jennifer Lopez is stopping by. There's a ball. For celebrating people under 35. There's, uh, I want to say the Obamas will stop by about uh, nearly a dozen balls. Well, he just which, does a round robin. He doesn't yeah, which have means they're not there, but 10 minutes at each ball. I see. I see. He'll, so he'll come in, take a few pictures, yeah. pictures and talk, shake hands. And, and that's, so really at the ball, we're going to see everybody I would see in Tennessee anyway, but just in D.C. Right. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. And this, and I might have a chance to shake uh, President Obama's hand, you know that there's a slim chance that could happen if I go. Well, I would, yeah, I would. Say, I mean, I I assume I won't see him at all. Gosh. Uh but you know, the, it'll be fun. You'll never know who you'll see. You know, you're going down an escalator and someone else is coming up. But it's just, it's an exciting, it's an exciting time for you know, sure. Exciting, it's historic. God, I wish I could go. Golly, <laughs> but I, I, you know what? I, I think I'm going to sit back at the house. Get, open up a bottle of wine and and watch it on TV. In the warmth. In the warmth. I, yeah. I just don't know. D.C., I don't feel like going down there and dealing with traffic and getting there and elbowing somebody in the throat just to get in position. <laughs> it's just too much. Well, it might be a nightmare, and, and our policy is we're going to go, and if it's if it turns out to be miserable, we will just stay in and watch it on TV. But we do have tickets for the the inauguration day, and we'll get up. I think we have to get up and be there at seven a.m. and wait four hours. And but you know, we're we're and we're the fortunate ones that that have that opportunity. Okay, well, you know what? Um, I know you have to go on to a meeting. I really appreciate you calling in uh, for the show today, and giving us all your insight on what's going on in the entertainment industry. I know you're a busy woman, and I hope you have safe travels going to um, going to D.C. this weekend. Thanks, and I'll see you soon. See you soon. And with that being said, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have Dr. Sib come on and talk about the inauguration. And if you have any questions, you want to chime in, please call in or type in. Right now I'm having some issues with my Yahoo account. So, don't lie in me. Just call in. I want to hear your voice. See what you kind of think. We come back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them 
and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. This is Rebecca Mathias, President of Motherhood Maternity. Did you know that in America today, one in eight babies is born prematurely and more newborns die from premature birth than any other cause? Well, solutions are within our grasp. Together with the March of Dimes, we can find the causes of premature birth. It's time for us to do more to help moms have healthy, full-term babies. Join the March of Dimes and moms across America. Sign the petition for preemies at marchofdimes.com slash petition. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. That's right, you heard the number. And you're probably looking at it dead on your screen if you're at work. You're supposed to be working, but you're listening to me. Uh, you see the number, call in at any point in time. If you hear anything, you feel moved by, chime in, talk about. We're talking about current events. And here to join with me, she's been on here before. Uh, wonderful woman, uh, Dr. Sid. Dr. Sid, you're on Radio by George. Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. It's been How good. Are so you? How's your new year been so far? Really good. Yeah. Really good. 2009 is a year for dreams to come true. I hear that. And we're starting out right in January. That is good. That is good. Now, where are you at right now? I'm cruising. I'm cruising. I'm on the move. I'm on the interstate. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to hold you up too much. Let's get right it's into right. this. Um, I, I understand that you have a book that's out, a children's book on um, Barack Obama. Kind of talk about that a little bit. I do. I have a brand-new children's book, and I'm very humble and very grateful and very excited. It's called The Colorful Alphabet Book, and Colorful is F-U-L-L. And it is a book depicting African-American children. I don't know about you, Eddie, but it was very difficult finding children's books that had positive images of African-Americans when my daughter was little. 
Mm-hmm. And so I knew that was a void. Uh, there are a few books out there, but not very many at all. And so the wonderful illustrator extraordinaire, Michael McBride, professor at Tennessee State University, illustrated this beautiful book. And basically what we did was something very simple. We did the alphabet with positive words mm. from amazing, believe, change. Now, the original design of the book did not include our president-elect, but it took me so long. Sometimes it takes so long for a dream to come to fruition, but mm-hmm. it was worth the wait this time because we readjusted some of the words and we dedicated it to the 44th president of the United States of America, Mr. Oh. Barack Obama. And as I mentioned briefly, we changed the word B to believe. We changed C to change. We changed O for Obama and T for president and Y for the yes and W for winner because we want these words yeah. permanently put in the spirit of our kids early on. Yeah, that is, that is so true. And you, you talk about the, uh, the impact of Barack Obama. Well, you know, it's funny. One of our our children yesterday, uh, my pastor's grandson, said, Mr. Brill, I'm going to be president. Mm. I said, you know what? I'm going to be your press secretary. (laughs) You know? It's so amazing how these young people are excited and see the vision. And how old was he? Yeah, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. How how old was the, uh, the young man? Ten years old. He was how old? He's seven. Seven, seven years, years old. old. Okay. Seven. And I, I tell you, uh, my youngest son, uh, Eric, he was. Uh, we went somewhere, and he was dressed up in a suit. And he looked in the mirror, and he said, "I look like Barack Obama." Oh. <laughs> At three you know? years old, and and it's just amazing that he looked at himself with a suit on, and the image that he had of himself was of, of a president. And, that's what, just to just to have Barack there, you know, especially for a young black African American, you know, would you know how yeah. Would, yeah. Uh, role models have either been, you know, prior to that, Eddie, we had you, and then you retired, athletes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and now yeah. He, he sees himself as possibly being uh, the president of the United States. And isn't I, he, that awesome? Yeah, that is that's the, that is amazing. There is no. Uh, limits. There, there, there is no box that he's looking out of, and that's what's so fascinating about this event. Now, are you going to the inauguration? You know, everybody keeps asking me that question. I don't have any tickets. That's honestly they're going. If you're giving away tickets, I'll stand in line and get your tickets because well, if I get tickets, I got four that I may not be using. Well, look, if I can cop two, I'm not even greedy. I'll just take two and get two to somebody else. But the problem is, you know, I don't have tickets, but people are saying, you know, with this book, I need to go and sell the book. Uh-huh. Um, I've got a place to stay. But, of course, they're shutting down more streets in D.C. than they've ever shut down. Right. I, also, that's, that's a lot of people don't understand the climate of D.C. gets very, very, very cold. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be out there for hours, whether it's for the parade or for the inauguration itself. Even if they move it indoors, a lot of people are going to be stuck outside. And also you think about transportation. Yes, D.C. is a commuter city, so they're very used to using the subway and buses, et cetera. However, with so many people, I, I really think getting around that city is going to be beyond a nightmare. Now, how many people are expected? I've heard rumors where it's supposed to be five, uh, five million, three to five million people coming to D.C. for this event. That Who knows? Was- Who knows? You know what I mean? Anybody can make any projection they want. Arguably, you're talking about millions of people regardless. Yeah. And for me personally, whether it's one, whether it's five, whether it's ten, 
that that's just a lot of people to work with in one city at one time. Of course, D.C. is the best at it. You know, I've uh-huh. got a good friend who's a political reporter who was a political reporter in D.C. He said D.C.'s good at it, but it's just this is a much greater magnitude than prior inaugurations, not to mention security issues. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I agree. I agree. A million people, potential security issues, issues. International as well as domestic terrorism. Yeah. So, you know, you've got presidential safety. You've got safety of all the people who are participating. You've got D.C. residents. You've got people coming in from all over the country, all over the world mm-hmm. for this inauguration. Yeah, I know. That, that's, it's going to be, it's gonna be um, a, 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 an historic event, number one. Uh, one that I, I, I'm kind of on the fence whether I should go or not. I need to make my mind up <laughs> rather quickly. Well, the sooner the better because, you know, if you're going to go in, I heard you speaking with Beverly, and she's going in on Friday, which is a wise decision because at least once you get in the parameter, you'll know how to move and so maneuver and everything else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think I'm going to go not until, like, uh, if I do go, it's on Monday. So I will have to, I know, I have to take a Greyhound bus in. How are you going to get in? I don't people know. People were talking <laughs> about how they think the buses are going to be lined up trying to get in. I know. It's going to be crazy. And, and my wife is already impatient. And I don't feel like dealing with her mouth. I know. You did uh, not say that on the radio. traffic. And she doesn't like crowds. And you just said really that on the radio, Eddie. You huh? just said no, that but, on the radio. But she but she knows that already. And, and okay. I'll take, right. I'll get the brunt of the, 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 the butt of all that stuff. From her, her, her being irritable and angry. Nobody has to deal with that but me. <laughs> you are hilarious. But again, but, it's historic. You know, you're, you're trying to weigh it, and you know, I'm trying to rationalize it and weigh it in my head. I mean, you know, when is the next time this could possibly happen in our lifetime, so to speak? And it's a big, big, big deal. You know, the slaves couldn't be here. You know, that's why I try to tell people with education. Mm-hmm. You had people who literally died for you. Yeah. Who died for you? They wouldn't. They knew they would never get to see you. They knew they wouldn't get to see us get this education or get these opportunities. But still, they felt we were worthy, and we weren't even born yet. And that's why I get so upset with these kids nowadays who don't want to finish high school, who don't want to go to college. And I'm thinking, my God, people died for you to do this. So part of me is thinking, you know what, it doesn't matter if it's 20 million people. We all need to be there. Whether you're white, black. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I, it's it's something that, that that you know, especially for black people and black men, men, mm-hmm. that uh, you you need to be there to see it with your eyes. But you then know? again, if you get there, you may not be able to see it with your eyes because you may not be able to get within miles of it. Well, true, but I guess the intention to go yeah. is there. The sacrifice. It's the it's sacrifice. sacrifice. But I, you know, I may I may just stay at my house. I might just throw a party, you know, and have people yeah. that can't go because. You just can't don't have tickets or you don't know anyone and just and just have a Barack celebration here. I think that goes a long way too, you know. At least, well, like I said, if you don't go, I got dibs on two tickets. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. <laughs> See, I, I, I just I just took a negotiation class at Kellogg, so oh. I'm not going to use <laughs> my negotiation skills on air yet. I, I just I don't want to do that to you. So okay, we'll talk right. about this uh, <laughs> on the okay. break or or, or later right, on right. if I can get you these tickets. I'll let you slide. But let me say really quickly before I forget, um, the book is available on Amazon.com. Um, I'm begging people to buy it from Amazon because of their recommendation system mm-hmm. and also to go back and put reviews 
Because now one of the things that a lot of people are starting to wake up to is the whole book publishing process has been democratized. In -hmm. other words, any and everybody can publish. That's a good and that's a bad thing. If you want to publish, in particular a fiction book, for example, get a good editor. Do not put a book out with grammatical errors or with a plot that is incomplete. You know, I heard you talking about the movie Seven Pounds. We can touch on that in a minute because I saw it as well. Did you see it? I did. But the point being is that the way that I published my book may be of interest to some of your listeners. Mm -hmm. I published it through lightningsource.com. So I self-published it through Lightning Source. Lightning Source is the distributor, distribution point. So what that means is each time somebody orders my book through Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com, then the book is mailed. It's sent out through the Ingram Publishing Company because Ingram owns LightningSource.com, which is print on demand. Uh-huh. That means you no longer have a warehouse of books just sitting there. The books are just ready to order. Oh, okay. So the, so it, it, it takes kind of the middleman out of the whole situation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's almost I like... Didn't, you know, uh, I went to a publisher... They wouldn't even respond. They responded to me initially, and then I didn't hear back from them. I said, okay, fine. I want this out. This baby has got to, you know, be birthed. It's mm-hmm. got to come out. And well, so... You, well, I you know what? You, you want to make some money today? Because I'm going to order a couple books for you today. Oh, we appreciate it. Yes, we indeed. It. I'm going to give you a great review. Please. And you know, tell the truth. You know, but I think the I'm work... I'm going to tell you, I mean, the, the more, the more that you're willing to give me... More in terms of what? Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> you are so silly. That's a negotiation. We can talk about the tickets later. <laughs> no, I'll give you a, a, a great, honest review, and uh, hopefully people will get. I'll go out and get it today. My son, he again, you know, he loves to read, and uh, mm-hmm. he's really getting into his ABCs and colors and knowing the difference between a rooster and a chicken. And I still that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So I will definitely. Cop that and, and, get, and send some to my friends as well. We appreciate it. Sincerely, Michael and I, um, again, working together. You mm-hmm. know, that, that, that's half the battle, just working together. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about Barack Obama and how people are lining up around the block, around the city block, just to be a part of his administration. And we're going to talk about Will Smith and Seven Pounds because you saw the movie like I did. We want to I hear did. about her opinion. So, Feel free to call in. Get your calls lined up. We're heading to the last segment in two minutes. Stick around. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them 
and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty scary, Ryan, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com you're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. That's right, you heard the number, and I'm on with Dr. Sib, and we are talking about Barack and George Bush. As a matter of fact, while we were off uh, the air, we were talking about W and George Bush and how he's a character, and the movie W. I, I thought the movie was good. It really was. You know, it, I've heard about it. That's one I haven't seen. I have seen Seven Pounds, but I haven't seen W yet. Yeah, W, I felt I kind of felt bad for George. Because he was trying, he did. He was. I think he wanted to be president, is to be uh, approved in his father's eyes. You know. He, he, well, I mean that happens a lot. I yeah, mean, that's, that's, you know, that's, you talk to any psychologist. And I don't that's think. Be yeah, issue. I don't think he wanted to do it, but he did it just to win his dad over to be. To but I mean, that's a serious father. office to do. I mean, you know, I hear of different things. Obviously, children will do to please their parents, but I mean, to mm-hmm. take the highest office in the free world. Yeah. To do so, I mean, you know, I had empathy for him when those shoes went up at him because I thought, how in the heck did the second shoe get thrown? Yes, yeah. it was hilarious. Yes, it's funny in terms of being, you know, comedic relief. Okay, fine. But let's get real. Had those been bullets, where were the Secret Service? Nah, no question. So where were they? No no question. I mean, uh, they were nowhere to be found. You know, the journalist tackled the man who threw the shoes, not the Secret Service. That's yeah. a problem. And given... 
president-elect Barack Obama is about to take office, mm. I would imagine the whole Secret Service was dressed down, I would hope. You, you know, uh, you got a point there. You, you, you know, know that's you pretty serious. You know, we're joking around, but there's no human way that man could have should have been able to bend over and pick up a second shoe and launch that second shoe. Yeah, and I was hit him yeah. with both. Yeah, no, you got you, you're right, you're right. And it, you I, know, whether love him or hate him, he is the president of the United States of America until January the twentieth. Right, but you know what? It's probably the Secret Service was like, you know what, man? Let him get the second shoe off. Let's see if he misses. He probably has side bets. Like, I, I bet you you don't hit. I bet you hit. Well, I bet you don't have a job. <laughs> I bet you just lost your pension. Oh well, you know That's it's all over. Anyway. The media didn't do. The media didn't do that story. And they should have done it. Well. Early in the show, Beverly and I were talking about uh, a little bit about Will Smith and Seven Pounds. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What was your take on that movie? What, what what did you get from that? It was very confusing, Eddie, but I think... Did you see the movie Seven with Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt years it. ago? Uh-huh. About ten years ago? Uh-huh. I think I think the director was attempting to recreate the spirit of the Seven Deadly Sins from the movie Seven. And he just uh, did it in a very com- confusing way. It I, was not even close. <laughs> I know, but I'm just thinking that, I mean, the way it was done, I mean, I figured it out early on, you know, and I'm not going to confuse it for people, but, you know, once they started showing the newspaper, I figured it out. I was like, okay, I get it. Um, but I did leave with a lot of questions unanswered, which some directors, that's what they want their audience to do. That yeah, I left full questions, questions well, why, why, why did he... It didn't make sense for him to do what he did at the end, based off some information that he got. You know, I was like, it was it was far fetched, but you know it what? It really was. If you yeah. go into this notion of guilt yeah. and what guilt will make some people do, but um, you know what? On one hand, he was he, he he was full of guilt, but on the second hand, he was trying to tell people how to live your life to the fullest and love life and be a good person. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, it, it, it's the fight between good and evil. You know, it, it's the fight between good and bad. And so that was just the internal conflict. Now, was it articulated clearly in the movie? No, I totally agree with you. It was very confusing. It was one of those movies where you went, huh, did I really like that or not? I won't say I loved it. I won't say I hated it. You know, I I, loved, no, I, I, uh, I, I, I'll say it for you. I didn't like it. Oh. I mean, I expected more. You know, I thought I thought from Will Smith and the recent movie that he come out with, he is entertaining. I just expect I it a little bit more. I will not argue. I, I, I can't argue. I won't argue with you on it because I can see your point of view perfectly. Now, I did love Not Easily Broken, T.D. Jake's movie. I saw that this week. Yeah, I didn't, haven't seen that yet. That's, that's that pretty good, good, huh? Cadillac Records is good, too. Yeah, no, nah, Cadillac Records. I, I thought that uh, Columbus Short put his thing down. In fact, um, Most Deaf was great in that movie. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I Yeah, it was, that was a a great movie to watch. That was very well done. Very, very well, well done. done. I wasn't even aware of Columbus Short, but he tore up Little Walter. He oh, wasn't he brilliant? <laughs> oh. Yeah, he had he had everything down. I mean, it was I, I forgot it was Columbus Short. I, I forgot he was the the uh, the stepper in that one movie. Um, I forgot what it was called, but he was when he was break dancing and he went online and everything. I just thought that was the corniest movie, but now nah, he, he's he's got some chops now. He's got chops. And you know what, Eddie? And as they say, if you are a movie buff, the way that I'm listening to you, apparently you like movies. You need to review them on a regular basis because 
so many different people want to hear other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. It's not just the black opinion. It's just another opinion. You know, for all these years, we've basically dealt with Ebert and whoever is with Ebert. And you don't have anybody out there reviewing movies. Nah, nah, you don't. And, you know, I tell people all the time, I love movies. I just don't get to see them all, and I don't get to see them as quickly as a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I will give you my opinion on the ones that I get to see. But, you know, I have friends, and I'm sure yourself and others, who pretty much get out there and see all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, my wife and I, we try to go to the movies a lot. Um, you know, you know, a lot of people are going to movies now just to get away from the conditions of the economy just to just for a, a brief moment and I guess yeah. that we were all doing that for some type some type of uh escapism. Mm-hmm. And, but um, then again, too, and I know it's almost time to go, but you know, the cost of a movie has changed. You know, it's doggone ten bucks after three o'clock. Yeah. And they only show one matinee before three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, we need to be talking about that to say, you know, you're talking about the different industries in trouble, the media industry's in trouble. Well guess what? The movie industry is going to be next because the cost is too high. No, everything is too high right now. I mean, it's, you look across the board, this economy is, is I, I think for now, until uh, Barack um, gets together with the people that he's appointed to deal with the economy right now, comes up with an, um, um, a sound-proof uh, plan and in terms of how people can borrow and come up with a, a capital structure that's conducive for the society, um, people are right now are scaling way back. I, I think it's, you know, for a time, I don't know how long that time will be. Some people are saying that 09 will be worse than 08. And, yeah, and we really don't know. Just to, just to stay tight, just to uh, have lean operations, uh, mm-hmm. even within your own household have lean operations. So, you know, with that being said, um, just, just hold the fort, pretty much. So that's the end of our show, Dr. Sib. I thank you for calling in. Um, for those of you who haven't seen Seven Pounds, go check it out and, you know, have your own opinion. But so next time, same place, same hour, I'm Eddie George. We out. Have a good one. Peace. you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.